Living Faith International Church welcomes you to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Alotane, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church. Bishop Dominic is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of God's word. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Get ready to be blessed and inspired with the unadulterated word of God. And now, Bishop Dominic Newlove Alote. Amen. Let's take a seat. Amen. Matthew chapter 6 verse 63. I want you to give me in the amplified version of the Bible. Verse 33. This is one of the most famous scriptures or the most important scriptures that we, we are taught from Sunday school. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and, all, and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Say amen. Look at that scripture from the Amplified. He said, but seek, aim at, and strive after. Let's say it after me. Say, seek. Come on, let's go. Seek and aim, aim at, and strive after. Amen. First, all his kingdom and his righteousness. Now, his way of doing and being right. That's what I want to focus on tonight. His way of doing and being right. So I need to seek God's way of doing and being right. So when you take that scripture the way it is, seek it first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. You are coming to church. You are paying your tithe. You are worshiping God. And then at the end of the day, all that you are seeking is not being added unto you. And then you start thinking, why is it that the Bible says this? Amen. He said, his way of doing and being. His way. So God has a way of doing and being. You must be and you must do. Can I have amen? Amen. So the, 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 the things of the kingdom of God just doesn't work because you come to church. There is a way of doing and being right. And then everything you are looking for shall be added. In other words, you don't go looking for things. You go looking for the way of being and doing right. Tonight, we are going to focus our teaching on a generous living. The life of a generous man or a generous woman. That's going to be our focus for tonight. Can I have amen? Amen. Okay. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. Okay. He said, and, and let okay, just leave it here. He said, the, the generous, the, the generous will prosper. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves also be refreshed. Those who refresh, the generous will prosper. Let's say, say it together. Say it with me. Say the generous will prosper. Oh, I'm not here. Say the generous. Now, when we, we talk about a generous man, give me the amplifier. 
when we talk about a generous man, we are talking about somebody who goes out of his way to be a blessing in many other areas in other people's life. And generous man, um, he doesn't hold back. He always wants to be a blessing. He wants to meet the needs of other people. A generous man always wants to put laughter. When you meet a, a generous person, by the time you leave the presence of a generous person, you start smiling. When you leave, by the time you leave the presence of a generous person, you start smiling because a generous man and a generous woman will always make sure that when you leave their presence, you leave their presence with joy. They will refresh you. They will take the burden off you. They will take the stress off you. They will take the headache off you. They will take the pain off you. When you leave the presence of a generous person, your life becomes just something else. But the Bible says that the one who refreshes people shall also be refreshed. And I said to you the other day that the, the, there is a difference between the giver and the receiver. You remember? The, the, giver, the giver is blessed because he, the, the receiver is blessed because he's giving. The giver is blessed, because, the, the, the receiver is blessed because he's receiving. Now, I want you to hear me that it's possible that the one who is receiving doesn't even have God involved in, in the receiving aspect. But the one who is giving obligates heaven to get involved in his financial and other aspect of life. So the, the giver always opens the door for God to shower some supernatural blessings over his life. Can I have amen? So the Bible says that the, lib the liberal soul, or the Bible says that the generous man shall prosper. May the Lord prosper you. So now we realize that the fact that you are a believer doesn't mean that you are going to prosper. And I've said to you over and over and over and over again that no matter how you pray and fast, fasting and prayer doesn't prosper a person. If fasting and prayer prospers people, the whole Ghana will be prosperous because no nation in the world pray like Ghanaians. No nation. Ghana people pray like something else. But you know something? And, and, and we are some of the most broke people and we're going to find out why. Amen? He said, he who waters shall also be watered himself. He who waters shall always, shall also. Now, when I water you, it is not you who waters me back, but it's heaven that waters me. So every time I am generous and I'm, 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 I'm blessing somebody, I allow heaven to water me. Amen? If you have a grass in your house and the grass is not being watered, the grass dies. Now, watch this. The, the, there is nothing like having the rain of heaven watering your grass. It's one thing for you to use a water hose in the morning and spray water on your grass. But I can tell you because I have grass both in my house here and in my house in the U.S. that when the rain is falling, the kind of rain that falls on the grass is different from the one we spray. So when I'm watering you physically, spiritually, and supernaturally, I open my life for heaven to water me. 
May the Lord water you. I'm not here. I'm not hearing you. May the Lord water you. Come on, shout amen. amen. Now, one of the things you have to learn about seed faith, seed sowing, and, 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 and harvesting is that, is that seed works very quietly. Okay? Seeds work very quietly, but harvesting is noisy. When I sow a seed in your life, it's quiet. Nobody sees it. Let's go to Mark chapter 4. You know, I'm a scripture man. Verse 26. Seeds works very quietly. The fact that you sow some seeds and you are not seeing any noise doesn't mean that the seed is not working. Let me say that again. The fact that you sow some seeds and the seed and you are not seeing any activity doesn't mean that the seed is not working. But because seeds work very quietly. The Bible says, and it said, the kingdom of God is, is as if a man should scatter seed in the ground. A man scatters seed in the ground. Verse 27, and the Bible says, and should sleep by night, uh, uh, should sleep by night and arise in the day. And the seed should sprout and grow, and he himself does not know how. In other words, the, the seed physically, now I said to you that all truths are para, uh, 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 natural truth, spiritual truth, financial truth, and every other truth is para to each other. In other words, you can put them side by side. They work together. Not the same way a, 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 a farmer plants seeds is the same way spiritually we plant other seeds. The Bible says that he that sows in tears shall reap in joy. The Bible says that do not be deceived for God cannot be mocked. For whatever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Can I have amen? Can I have amen? Now, so when you put a natural seed in the ground, it's very quiet. It's quiet. Sometimes um, it's taking a while for the seed even to germinate. And sometimes you feel like digging the ground and removing the seed. When we were children, we used to do that. You remember? You know, we used to have little farms at the back. Back, You know, we are competing whose uh, yam will come first, who corn will come first. And then you put the corn on there. The corn sits on the ground. And for three days, the corn is not germinating. And so you, are, you feel like, you know, going to dig and find out if the, anything is, why is it not germinating? How many people did? I did that. Amen. And then guess what? When you go out there and you dig, then you realize that the fact that nothing is growing, it doesn't mean that nothing is happening. But, the, but what happened is that when you disturb the natural course, you destroy the whole thing. That is the reason why I cannot doubt the processes of God. Because when I start doubting the processes of God, I am interrupting the natural course of how seas work. Say amen. Okay, give me the verse. Uh, okay, so you, you sleep, you wake up, you sleep, you wake up. You don't know how the seed works. You don't know how it works. Okay, if I put a seed in the ground, I don't know how the seed works. The Bible says that give and it shall be given unto you. I don't know how the giving unto you happens. If you know how the, 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 the giving unto you happens, then it is not God. Because when God is involved in the harvest, you never know how it works. Can I have amen? 
you, you, you have to understand in order to have God involved in your financial life, you need to understand these basic principles of generosity. You need to understand these basic principles of seed sowing. Your laughter is a seed. Your love is a seed. Your handshake is a seed. The way you make your face is a seed. Amen. A lot of seeds we sow. Sometimes we say, nobody love me. Nobody love you because you are not saying, sowing any seeds of love. If you sow hatred, you reap hatred. Whatever seed you sow, that's what you get. And so sometimes you have to be generous with your love. You didn't hear me. I said, sometimes you must be very generous with your love. Sometimes you must be very generous with your smile. Look, look at somebody and give somebody a generous smile. Some of you don't even smile. So when you start smiling, we don't know whether you are crying or you are smiling. So when you start smiling, you don't know whether you are smiling or you are, you know, something. We don't know because we can't tell the difference. Every day, your face is like you have been baptized in lemon juice. Give me the next verse. Let's quick, let's, let's move very quickly. Verse 28, the Bible says, For the earth yield crops by itself. First the blade, then the head. After that, the full grain in the head. Okay? And then, but when the grain ripens, immediately he put in the sickle because the harvest is come. The earth brings forth fruit or uh, grows by itself. You don't know how. You don't know how these processes, you don't know how it works. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that a, a corn of sweet must fall to the ground and die. If it, if it doesn't die, it abides alone. So there is a process of death in every seed. Do I have an amen here? Come on, say amen. Amen. So one of the things you have to understand that you must stop Blaming people. I think I spoke, I spoke about it. You must stop blaming people and take responsibility of your own life. I don't, I, don't, I don't appreciate people who are always blaming others for their life. You must take responsibility of your life. Amen? Stop blaming others. Stop blaming your family. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming your friends. And take responsibility of your financial life. Understand the laws, how the laws of God works. Amen. All blame is a waste of time. All blame. Stop blaming me. I'm not your source. The reason why you are where you are is not your mother's fault. It's not your father's fault. It's not the government. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming MPP and NDC. And take responsibility of your own life. Can I have amen? No matter how much fault you find in a, with another, and regardless of how much you blame him, it will not change you. It will not change you. If you keep on blaming me, you will never change. Okay? You can make me responsible for where you are, and you will never change. Can I have amen? The only thing that blame does is to keep the focus off you when you are looking for external reasons to explain your unhappiness and your poverty and your frustration. That is, you are always looking for an external reason to explain why you are where you are. So you blame the government 
MPP aba omama we are saying a thing. NDC aba we are saying this thing. When NDC was here, we were saying the same thing. Yeah, that's the reason why we voted for MPP because because we were saying that we are saying the same thing. So so you have to understand the government must never be your source. If you live in the kingdom of God, you you live by a higher law. You live by a higher law. The laws of the kingdom of God. You live by God's economic system. It, it is time for you to understand that you cannot live in the kingdom of God and live in the kingdom of God applying the, the system, the economic system of this world to get ahead. It won't work. It will take me a while to get this into your spirit. But I will not get discouraged. I will keep on going. Can I have amen? Can I have amen? You may succeed in making another feel guilty about something that, uh, something you are blaming by blaming the person. Let's go to Isaiah 32 verse 8. You may, you may succeed in making another feel guilty about something by blaming him, but you won't succeed in changing whatever it is about you that is making you unhappy and poor and frustrated. You can blame me for your frustration. I live in America, I see people blame the government for their frustration. And every year they are the same. Play, play, playing the blame game doesn't change you. Stop playing the blame game and take responsibility of your life. You can't blame your wife, you can't blame your husband, you can't blame anybody for where you are, you blame yourself. You know, most of the time in our finances, you can't even blame Satan. Amen. If you refuse to understand the economic principles of God, okay, the, the uh, uh, supernatural principles, and you try to live your life according to the principles of this world, you are going to fail, and you are going to blame other people, you know, and, and hold them responsible for your frustration. But nobody is responsible for your life. You must take responsibility for your own life. Do I have amen in the house? I'm not here. Do I have a man in the house? Okay, so he said, but a generous man devises generous things, and by generosity he shall stand. A generous man. Anytime you see a generous person, he's always devising generous things. Huh? Anytime you see a generous, a liberal person, a generous person, he's always thinking about how to put a laughter on somebody's face, how to make somebody happy, how to take the stress off somebody. Sometimes I'm coming to church, you know, and I'm thinking about a, a story that somebody told me. And, 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 and even though I may not have the money with me, I want to come, you know, and, and help the person a little bit by putting a smile on the person's face. Can I have amen? I'm always devising generous things. And the Bible says, by generosity, I will stand. In other words, my generosity is, is what causes me to stand, especially in bad times. It will surprise you that no matter how you pray, there are certain times in your life you will never stand. It's going to take your generosity to make you stand. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Amen. When you want to maximize your life, you will need to grasp these principles and put them in practice to see biblical prosperity in your life. It takes obedience 
Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. It takes obedience to God's word, God's principles in the area of giving uh, and you will find another level of living. When you find this area of giving, you'll find another level of giving. So if I want to see another level of giving, I must discover a better level of giving. And that giving is according to the word of God. And the, the power that operates these principles is the spirit of obedience. It is, it is the spirit of obedience. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you eat the good of the land. This is the way I say it all the time. If, if this scripture is not true, then John 3.16 is not true. If this scripture is not true, if you are willing and obedient... Obedient to what? Obedient to God's principles. You know you can be coming to church and you are totally outside of God's principles. Yes? Hello? You, you, I mean, you are, to, you are aloof. You, you don't want to hear God's word for any reason. And yet you are coming to church. You, 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 you attend church very faithfully. But, but yes, you must come to church. But guess what? Being obedient to the laws of God is what generates the, 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 the power that allows you to enjoy a better life. May you enjoy a better life. I'm not here. I say, may you enjoy a better life. I'm not here. May you enjoy a better life. Come on, lift up your hand and shout a big amen. Put your hand on your head and shout a big amen. May you enjoy a better life. Come on, shout a big amen. God wants you to live a better life. Let me tell you, it is only when we get to heaven, you are going to find out what you have missed. When we get to heaven, you're going to find out the way you could have lived on earth. Easily. That you couldn't because your mind is shut. If you are willing and obedient, you, are, you eat the good of the land. Give me... Job 36 verse 11. Give me Job 30, 36 verse 11. You see, this level of living will research, uh, 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 is recession proof. Will recession prove your life because what you learn over the next, you know, teachings I'll be giving will start a flow of blessings into your life that will never stop. A, a flow of blessings. A flow of blessings that will never stop. A flow of blessings. You, it will never stop. I, I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you that the word of God works. He said, if you obey and serve him, if you obey and serve him, you shall spend your days in prosperity. Can we all read it together? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. One and go. One and give me. Where is this? Put it here for me. Put it for now. Put it on the big screen. Let's go. Let's go. One go. Amen. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness and joy, in pleasure. That's what the Bible says in King James. They will, send, they will spend their life. If they obey and serve him, it means that there is a lot of benefit in obeying God and serving God. God says you shall spend your days in prosperity. It is the will of God for you to live a prosperous life. I mean, it, you, the, the word of God and the principles of God works in a way that when the blessing of God begins to come upon you, what is called recession, you will never know it.
Can I have amen? I'm not here. Can I have amen? Amen. Let's look at what the Bible says about generosity and about giving. Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Let's use the message Bible. Let's use the message Bible. Or the amplified. That's okay. Verse 1. And then we'll jump to verse 6. We, we, it says, be generous. Invest in acts of charity. Be generous. Invest in acts of charity. Charity yields higher returns. Let me say it again. This is the Bible. Do you believe in the Bible? I'm not here. Do you believe in the Bible? I was asking one of the young men, you know, today, have you ever thought about bringing me just one, uh, what do we call it? What? One branch, just one. As for you, okay, your job is to keep on collecting from me. And I'm doing this acts of charity to you. You see, but what you don't understand is that through you, my life is being watered. And you are remaining poor because you don't understand that, you know, you too must be a channel of helping somebody else. And I said to him, I said, this is the last time I'll do this. Come to the verse number six. Actually, um, let, let's, go to, let's go to verse number three. He said, if the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where the tree falls, there it, it shall lie. Yes? He said, he who observes the wind shall never sow. He who observes the wind. Now, the reason why we never learn to sow because you are always looking at the, the wind of adversity that is blowing in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. The wind of adversity. If I, if I do this, how am I going to do this? I'm left with only 200 Ghana. Now, uh, if, if I pay my tithes out of this, what is going to happen? So you are observing the wind. And because you are observing the wind, you are not obeying God's principles. And so because you are not obeying the principle, and you are saying God understands me, God doesn't understand you. If you are not tithing and you are, you are robbing God of your tithe and you say God understand, God do not understand. You know why? Because God is not a man to understand. You, you have to understand that God is not manual. God is, God is God and God is a spirit. And so the only way God understands you is for you to work like God and to think like God. Amen. If you observe the wind, you will never sow. And if you regard the clouds, you will never reap. As you do not know what is the way of the wind or how the bones grow in the womb of her who is with child, so do you not know the works of God who makes all things, everything. So, so you, you don't, there are things you don't know how it works. Until recently, we don't know how a baby, you know, as a matter of fact, we still don't know how a little sperm, I mean, billions of them, 
at a point, billions of sperm will just rush into a woman's ovary. Is it ovary? Yeah, rush in there. Billions of sperm. And then all the billions of sperm, one, one sperm will be able to fertilize that ovary. Just one. I, 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 have you been able to find out why? Have you been able to find out why? No, you can't find out how... Be, can, can, you, can, can you understand why you came here? Because the day that your mother took, uh, took pregnant of you, it was not only you, it was billions of you that were rushing into the same ovary. The Bible says you don't understand how that works. The same way you don't understand how seed and harvest works. So if you want to understand how certain principles of God's word works, you will never be able to, to live a prosperous life. You see, I, I, I keep on saying to everybody that comes, I say, I, I, am, I, am, I am an example of what I'm teaching. You see, you and I, you will understand that the things that God wants to use you to do, your salary is inadequate. The money you receive at the end of the month can never, the, some of us, the dreams you have. Thank you for listening to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Alute, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. We believe you have been blessed, inspired, and encouraged. You are invited to worship with us on Wednesdays, Success in Life Teaching Service, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and Sundays, Celebration Service, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate Living Faith International Church, Rima House, at a Charlie Old Town last stop. For more details or prayer and counseling, please contact 0501-550-756-0561-291-565 and 0244-780-205. Remain under the blessings of God. Living Faith International Church, living by faith, dominating your world.